Welcome to Taboo and Murder. Today, we are going to focus on public executions. What is a public execution? A public execution is a form of capital punishment which members of the general public may voluntarily attend. This definition excludes the presence of a small number of witnesses randomly selected to assure executive accountability. Basically, that means today we still often have the presence of a small number of witnesses to assure executive accountability, but historically, public executions were an outing. That's right, pack a picnic grab a blanket, and get ready for a show. Gross. Why? Why did people demand public executions? Well, this was covered in the definition, but it bears repeating. Some wanted to see justice carried out. Many others were fueled by schadenfreude. As a note, lynching, that's another topic entirely, and we will have an episode on it of its own. Who still practices public executions? Well, Iran, Saudi Arabia, North Korea and Somalia Somalia all report that public executions still take place today. It's reported unofficially that public executions have been carried out in Afghanistan, Pakistan, and Iraq. While others would argue these are honor killings, we absolutely will be covering honor killings in another episode. When did public executions become taboo? Well, History is often told from a Western perspective, so that's what I was mainly able to research. That said, public execution policy taboo varies widely between different religions, societies, governments, and the tone the media takes, or is able to take in certain countries where free speech isn't protected. But to give a brief yet thorough overview of why executions became taboo, I've compiled a timeline. Public executions first appeared in law in Babylon in the 18th century BC. Common forms of public execution during this time included crucifixion, drowning, beating to death, burning alive, and impalement. By the 10th century in Britain, hanging was the most popular method used. It was cheap, it was easy, well, when it wasn't botched, and it accommodated a large crowd. In the 11th century, William the Conqueror would not allow executions, except in times of war. That wouldn't last long, though. By the 16th century, Henry VIII had over 72,000 people executed under his rule. Henry was fond of boiling, burning at the stake, hanging, beheading, drawing, and quartering. Capital offenses punishable by death under Henry VIII were expanded to include the offenses of marrying a Jew, not confessing to a crime, and treason. Britain influenced the U.S. to use the death penalty. The first public execution in America took place in 1608 in Jamestown. Captain George Kendall was executed for being a spy for Spain. Saying, hold my beer, Britain, Virginia Governor Sir Thomas Dale enacted the Divine Moral and uh, Marital Laws, which expanded the list of capital games punishable by public execution to also include offenses such as stealing grapes, killing chickens, or trading with Native Americans. In colonial America, laws varied greatly. Massachusetts Bay Colony held its first public execution in 1630. New York, not to be outdone, instituted the Duke's Laws of 1665. This further expanded crimes punishable by public execution to also include offenses for striking one's mother or father or denying the true God. 
1767, the essay on crimes and punishment by Caesar Beccaria made strong arguments against the state taking a life. This essay had a strong impact on the world. As a direct result, both Austria and Tuscany abolished public executions and the death penalty. Around the same time in the United States, Thomas Jefferson introduced a bill to revise Virginia's capital punishments to be revised only for cases of murder and treason, but it was defeated by one vote. In 1794, Pennsylvania became the first state to introduce degrees of murder based on culpability, limiting capital punishment to first-degree murder. In 1834, Pennsylvania became the first state to move executions away from the public eye and into the correctional facilities. In 1846, Michigan became the first state to abolish the death penalty for all crimes, excluding treason. Later, Rhode Island and Wisconsin abolished the death penalty entirely. By 1900, the countries including Venezuela, Venezuela, Portugal, the Netherlands, Costa Rica, Brazil, and Ecuador all abolished capital punishment. And while several states followed suit and abolished capital punishment, some states made more criminal capital offenses, especially offenses committed by slaves. In 1838, the enactment of the discretionary death penalty was introduced as a more palatable option for abolitionists. In 1963, the last of the mandatory death sentences were abolished. 1963. Now, life in prison is always an alternative when seeking capital punishment. A couple of shocking facts to round out this fun, not at all depressing topic. The last public execution held in the United States was carried out in Owensboro, Kentucky in 1936. 1936! There are some people that are still alive that were born in 1936. Over 20,000 people watched as Rainy Bitha, Bitha, I think I have an autocorrect there, Um, but Rainy was hanged after his conviction for the rape and murder of a 70-year-old woman. Those in power, those that witnessed 20,000 angry people cheer for death, well, the authorities got a little spooked to say the least, and they moved the party indoors. And that's where we'll pick up with the death penalty episode at a later date. One other fact. In 2018, the state of Ohio released a design for a machine that twists a person's head from their body. I'll link to the video on Twitter and Instagram. I will likely reference this video again when we cover the death penalty. The narration is hilarious, in the gallows style of hilarious. Soothing white noise and putting prisoners on a cushioned seat before its metallic talons dig into their necks and painlessly wrench their heads off. Okay. From 1725 to 1775, executions were held at Tyburn about six times a year. It was reported that one such execution was witnessed by over 100,000 people. Children would sit atop their dad's shoulders for a better view. The commingling of religion, the media, the government, and society's views on race, gender, and values all contribute to the ebb and flow of the popularity of public executions over millennia. It all feels so archaic, doesn't it? But is it? Thank you for listening to Taboo and Murder. Please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. And as always, please let us know what taboo you'd like us to cover. The easiest way to find us is on Twitter at SMTaboo. See our Twitter feed for sources. 
Also, on a scale of 1 to 10, how taboo do you find public execution? Thank you for listening.